0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the nighttime show. We're recording live at Genghis Cohen. I am comedian Mike Glazer. With me is producer and the biggest brain in the world, Matt Walker. Our guest today, you know from whose line is it anyway. Whose line? I'm not an improv. Good improv. Good improv. (laughs) That's not improv. improv. That's just reading. Oh, you're right. No. (laughs) I'm... uh, uh, Okay, let's just read. Uh, You know him from Whose Line Is It Anyway? The Drew Carey Show, an upcoming Christmas movie called I'll Be Next Door for Christmas, and of course the show Let's Make a Deal. Our guest today is Jonathan Mangum, and now our host... The host of this show and Let's Make a Meal, Stephen Craver-Clickman. <laughs>
1: Very nice. I love it. Nice. Hey! Reading.
0: Yes. Wow. I, I'm,
2: I'm only the biggest brain in the room because Jonathan does not have Jonathan Bighead going on. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hey. You watch the show. Hey, I do watch the show. There we go.
3: Yeah. Um, we actually got to come and watch a taping of Let's Make a Deal, and holy God. It's different live, isn't it? Oh it's God. great. It's so much fun to watch yeah. live. That is a mad, Like it's always been a show that is a, a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a, it's one of the. There's there's certain game shows you watch and you're like, uh, like you don't scream and yell when you go see Jeopardy. Jeopardy's a <laughs> lot of fun. It's a cool. it's I've cool been to game. see Jeopardy, but sure. you don't but yell you're not and, yelling, scream. yeah. and screaming. No, uh, maybe Wheel of Fortune. There's a little bit of yelling sometimes. There's some yelling into. <laughs> BioFowl. <a> yeah, BioFowl all the yell things out, but not, but not like let's make a deal. Yeah, I mean, that is it's a lot the of
4: craziest fun. of the. Audio. Audiences and it's so people that don't that you haven't seen it live. It's so
2: loud. Yes, God, I was shocked at how loud it was in there. Yeah, Yeah.
3: and people are everyone's in these amazing costumes. People are jumping all over the place, trying to get noticed, and that that's one of the big things is that uh, that's is that how they pick who's going to get on camera is by kind of the way that people are in the audience, if they're excited. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that
4: definitely goes into it. I mean, and that's why it started originally on, on halls. Let's make a deal at first. No one dressed up. And then a couple people thought, Hey, I'm going to try to get his attention. And then people saw, Oh, he's picking the people with the signs. So, and then it just went on from there. Yeah.
3: Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, let's, and also, also on that show
2: in real life, it's so much smaller physically than I thought it would be. Like the stage where people stand when yeah. they're doing like when they're having their deal. It's like Twelve feet across on TV, it looks like it's like forty feet wide. It looks huge. Yeah, yeah. It's just so much smaller, and because so HD,
4: because more pixels. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, is that so is that? Wider. It's a pixel
2: thing. It, yeah, it's all pixels. Oh, it is a pixel thing. Yeah, yeah. It's four K now. <laughs> That's
0: right. It should be said we're all wearing costumes right now. Yes. Yeah. You are. yeah, you are. For yeah. those of you who are, I'm a deviled egg. Oh wow! <laughs> and apparently, it's your birthday, Stephen. Yes, it is. <laughs> 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 I'm dressed up as a birthday cake. <laughs>
3: Um, let's let's start at the beginning yeah. of your career. Let's go. Let's go way back. Where are you from? Where were you born?
4: I was born in Charleston, South Carolina, but that doesn't really count because mm-hmm. I grew up in Mobile, Alabama, which is uh, slightly worse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so st- uh, grew up there, second grade through high school, and then uh, off to college, and ended up in Orlando, and that's when I started doing the comedy. What um,
3: about your parents? Who who's funny? Is there a funny person in your family?
4: No, not really at all. My my my, my mom's great, but she's not funny my dad he he was a news director at the local news channel
3: okay mm-hmm. uh, and he did he did like plays in the evening that was his hobby but he was not funny at all mm-hmm. isn't kind of I, I don't know if if this is the, if you feel the same way about this but having one person work in some aspect of television like or in some aspect of the indus- industry when you're young like finding someone in your family that that has found their way into that is kind of like a doorway where you're like, oh, if they could do it in some way, shape, or form then then maybe I, maybe it's less uh, uh, T- le, le, more tangible and So what makes it, it less intimidating Like okay yeah.
4: that's what a camera operator does That's where he stands This is a taped Okay I can kind of see some of the props of this world So then when, you, when you're you not going into something completely Right Not knowing
3: what's going to happen mm-hmm. Yeah yeah exactly um, when, What was your first uh, experience with comedy Like when, when you were young Is there someone that made you laugh a lot Like that you enjoyed
4: like I have three heroes Comedy heroes okay. Which I've got to meet two of them Which is cool I still oh, love wow. them to the mm-hmm. But uh Steve Martin Okay. Yeah. This is who I love and I've met, and then Bob Newhart. Mm. Who I love oh, and I've met so And nice. then I've never met Letterman But he's he's the third In my trifecta Of great awesome comedians.
2: It's a good trifecta Yeah, yeah. 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 I feel yeah. like it's yeah. entirely
0: possible To meet him too It's not out of the realm Of possibilities Have you seen him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> All right. That's true yeah. He, He's you kind don't. of a hermit That You, you might have met he him just not noticed exactly. You thought it was a homeless guy <laughs> I gave him a dollar Santa Monica that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He said thanks for the dollar Except an impression of him
3: Yeah Did you ever see The Bob Newhart Sketch. <laughs> I know that I'm jumping way mm-hmm. off subject. Did you ever see the Bob Newhart sketch on Mad TV where he was the therapist? It is one of the. Only funny things that ever happened on Mad TV. Oh my God! Um, yeah. No, no. I mean, that would, uh, an unbelievably funny sketch where Bob Newhart is the is a therapist, and he's five dollars is how much <laughs> it costs to go to him as a therapist. And so then uh, this uh, woman comes in. It's um, uh, a very funny comedian sits down across from him, and she's like, uh, "Well, I'm having all these problems. I can't leave the house. I'm constantly uh, nervous. I'm afraid of everything. When I go outside, I'm I'm scared of the world. I don't know what to do." And he goes all right uh well i'm gonna tell you these uh two words and i want you to take them to heart and i want you to remember them can you can can you do that and she goes uh, yes absolutely and she, should i write them down he goes no, no no just just remember them just remember them okay here we go stop it
2: <laughs>
3: just stop it and she just she just yells at her the whole everything that she says everything that she says he just Yell, yells stop at her it. i just love i love him you so know what much. the
4: reason i love him is because in the in the history of uh sitcoms the straight man is never funnier with the exception of bob newhart he was funnier in all his sitcoms yeah. Then. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, even Seinfeld couldn't, you know, he couldn't outdo Kramer. He couldn't outdo uh, Newhart as the straight man one, mm-hmm. which
3: is, Unheard yeah, that's of. Unheard, of? Unheard, yeah. Of. unheard of. Unheard, yeah. unheard of. Yeah, no, you're totally right about that. Um, what What about uh, like other heroes that are not comedic heroes, like uh, in the in the business? Like who? Sully,
0: probably <laughs> Sully. Sully Sullenberg? <laughs> so, oh, the airplane yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. sure, um,
3: sure.
4: I'm tra- You know, my favorite actor, I think, is. Um, uh, and I'm. I was up so early, I can't remember names, and I'm also older, so the combination leaves me. Um, Gene Hackman is one of my oh, favorite. Oh yeah. my god, of
3: course, actors. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 Legendary. And absolutely. Uh and you've you've done that. You've jumped back and forth between drama and comedy a yeah. lot throughout your career. I know yep. you you did episodes of ER and you've done episodes of Bones and all sorts of other N C I S, yeah. N C I S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was N C I S, yeah. Yeah. What what, what do you like more do you like doing comedy more or do you like doing drama more like i what? like comedy
4: more i like yeah. live improv there's nothing better I've, and I've got to do some great things and i'm, I'm so happy i did with drama and, and 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 comedy too but man just being your own writer director and actor on stage oh, and just yeah. it's you can't beat it
2: now you you went to orlando after college or did you go to school there
4: so i went to uh orlando for college okay. while i was there i started doing <clears throat> excuse me comedy at a theater called Sack. Did
2: you meet Wayne Brady back then? Because I know he's from Orlando. That's okay. where
4: I met Wayne. We were both uh, about nineteen years old, I think, and wow we started in this troupe that and it, because it was Orlando, um which is kind of separated from the rest of the world, you know, you had mm-hmm. Chicago with the second city and New York and so we had our own little improv scene there and we yeah. we did thirteen shows a week for two hundred awesome. oh, wow. kids. And oh, not not touristy. These were college kids and high school kids that would come and You know, three shows on Friday, three on Saturday, two on Sunday. We teach Monday through Wednesday. It was, a, we did that
0: so for three. Are you doing short form? Or are you yes. doing like scenes? No, no, no. All, all, short, all short form, form improv. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah. Who, uh, who else was in this troupe? Do you remember? <clears throat> myself, Wayne there?
4: Brady, a guy named Joel McCrary. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt Young, Dan O'Sullivan, and Claire Sarah, who just wrote the, uh, co wrote the Smallfoot movie, which just came out.
3: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I saw the Smallfoot movie. Yeah. I like that movie. Um, now, your first credit. On the IMDb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The International Movie Database. Is internet that, uh, Movie Database. Oh. I mean, you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> Big it, brain is <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <laughs> it is international. It is international, yes.
2: It's the Internet House of Pancakes. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> believe it is the
3: Internet <laughs> House of Pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Internet House of Burgers, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. changed it. They That's pissed right. off everyone and then changed it back. Um, Clarissa <laughs> explains it all. Is that yeah. your first My acting first credit? acting credit. Melissa Joan
4: Hart, mm-hmm. who oh, yeah. I would not know 20 years later would help my son, who was choking at a restaurant... What? Help save my son's life who was choking. Yeah, this happened. Uh, so my son, Austin, who is 12 now, he's probably four or mm-hmm. five. And my wife was with him at a restaurant and he started choking on something. And my wife was like, oh, she just kind of freaked out. And Melissa Joan Hart was like, no, no, just grab him here. Just kind of help my wife Was she second. just sitting at another table? At another table. And then put the whatever shot out of Austin's mouth. And then
2: what? was like, wow. And That's she only did it because you we were in that show together. Though she oh, would have oh, let, yeah. let him die. <laughs> You're
1: right. What restaurant she was goes, this? Now we're even. Now we're even.
2: <laughs> uh, she think, dove through a plate glass window. Yeah,
4: I think it was uh, it changed names a couple times. I can't remember. Heirloom Bakery over in uh, the valley it used oh to be. Oh my uh, god!
1: How bizarre is yeah, that?
2: Totally weird. Lifesaver, wow. Melissa Joan Hart. Shout yeah. out to her. She Shout should out be to your Melissa hero. Melissa Joan Hart. Dude, yeah, she should be your hero. She saved your kid's life, but not. But before
4: that's too far in the future for me to have known that she right. should be a hero. Yeah. Okay.
3: God, what a fa- that's <laughs> man.
0: That's a that's a bizarre. I love that. Um, anyone, has anyone made the joke yet about uh, Clarissa saving at all? <laughs> oh, that's good. No, uh, you're the first. Okay, great. <laughs> <the> first, cool. <laughs> all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> <All right. That's laughs> <laughs> I love that.
3: Yeah. Um, now, one, uh, one of your early credits uh, was working on Roseanne. Yes. Um, n- I, they have you listed as doing one episode? Did you do more than one episode? Just did or one, or just one. Just one. Episode? And it
4: was in the period where Roseanne got rich and then the show was not good. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. During that yeah. period. Of course. But it was
4: cool. I played uh, th- three. There were three um, snobby rich guys. And one of them was Dana Gould, who mm-hmm. was oh a huge God. fan. Of, I mean, Amazing. I love him. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to work with him. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah I actually have
0: awesome. a question. What was it like to transition from doing um, just live performing in front of people every day, and then being like, okay, uh, I guess I have to hit marks? now? and oh, it was tough. Yeah. So I,
4: I, I came out here in '95, and I got, uh, I got a pilot right away, which was really rare, and but I was very happy to do it uh, with. Um, oh, who married Don Johnson? Melanie Griffith. Thank you, Brain. Yeah. Melanie Griffith. <laughs> she was a lead, and uh, I didn't. I, I, I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't hold for laughs. Mm -hmm. I was, I was missing my marks. Everyone was like, "Eh, Hey man, you need to start uh, standing on this thing. You got to wait for the laughs. You got to, and it was, but I, but I was so good at that part that, that I got it, but I was so green. Um, the show didn't go forward, but if it, if what was the had, show called? It was called me and Henry. She's a, mm. a single mom That's trying to do it all <laughs>
2: oh, Wow yeah. Did they then like ship you off to acting class like your agent and <clears throat> stuff or
4: no just and, and so I went from Series regular right away to then oh then I went down to co-stars and okay. guest stars and that's where I learned Oh, this is how it works, and this is how you do that and but it, t- it took a little while
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah uh, my my first really big job mm-hmm. was uh, was being a series regular. And I didn't realize, because I had been a stage actor for so long, I didn't realize that you weren't supposed to yell all of your lines. <laughs> when at an exclamation point, I would yell like I was on stage. Yeah. And they'd go, no, 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 we're marking. And I'd go, what does that mean? they go, we're... We're like, just take it. Do we're rehearsing, and I yeah. go, I want to rehearse full out. And they were like, Yeah, but we're gonna do this scene like 45 times, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna burn out by by the time you we get to like the fifth time. And I was like, Ah, I'll be fine. And I ended up with like tonsillitis <laughs> and strep throat. I got sick so many times the first season because I had no idea yeah. what it was. What show doing. was that? It was called Big Time Rush. It was a oh, Nickelodeon yeah, show, yeah. yeah. And I just blew my voice in half, oh, but man. Yeah. that doing live stuff, like Mike Glazer, uh, from you are from Mike's from Chicago yeah, mm-hmm. city, and was part of the the improv scene out there, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I did second city for six years, worked with them and I just flew back for a charity event that we what, did. What was the event called? Uh, letters to Santa. I'll plug it real quick as even though it is your show, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> something I would uh, see. It's a uh, letters to Santa. It's a charity for Chicago families where we improvised and did interviews for 24 hours and raised two, I don't even want to say how much, but a lot of money for Chicago families over the holidays. Can you wow. improvise an amount? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot, huh? <laughs> <Thank> $11 <$110 you. laughs> <million> dollars.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: do you um, do you still perform live in like doing imp- improv all the
4: time? So, in around the year two thousand is when Wayne got on Who's Line,
3: and
1: then right, from yeah.
4: there he goes, "I'm going to start touring," and he grabbed me, and so we've been doing a two person Who's Line for about 18 years now what just That's all so every, we've been amazing. to australia and canada and london and germany and we do about 30 40 dates a year and it's don't you so much
2: host fun. like a traveling version of let's make a deal sometimes I've no i that. don't
4: there is a traveling version okay. um but i have not hosted that i'm not okay. sure if that, i think it was a test okay that might be what I saw.
2: what's
3: a, what's a traveling let's make, they, they'll do
2: about? it in like vegas and like people go and they do it like just in a theater
4: what yeah so there's, a, do huge, like Casino Morongo there's a huge there's yeah. a right. um, version yeah. going on that tours right now. But I did do some so cool. uh, improv game shows at
0: the Morongo, but it was oh, not, okay. not related but, to that. Another
2: thing, thing. They, but they probably advertised Jonathan Mangum from Whose Line Is It? New, uh, yeah, of course. Or from Let's right. Make a Deal. Yeah.
3: That sounds like so much fun,
0: though. What's it like when you are on stage with Wayne? Like, How many steps ahead are both of you of each other? Because it feels like... I've seen Magic before. Yeah. And it's got a... Fly like that. Well,
4: you know, as an improviser, is like what makes a group good is not any individual, but how how long they've been working together and mm-hmm. how how that machine can work. And uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say we're steps ahead, but we're just we're just ready to to, to yeah. the speed is much faster. Yeah. So he he has an offer, and I'm right. You know there exactly
2: where he's going. Um, or you have some sort of like you
4: it's, it's less about knowing where he's going and more about whatever I say he is going to be so committed okay. to it'll blow your mind and the same mm-hmm. thing when he says something I'm yeah. so committed to it. so it's that just complete trust of like there is nothing I can do wrong. Yeah,
3: we're just gonna be on a God, very fast ping pong so game. So cool! It's
4: really fun. It's, yeah. it's my favorite thing. Yeah. Is
3: there anybody else that you feel like you have that kind of connection <laughs> with or similar connection with? Um, what, so th- our
4: our improv group that from Orlando, we all moved out here in around ninety five, ninety six, and we were called the Houseful of Honkies Yeah, um, which Hilarious. which was funny while Wayne <laughs> was in it, and then when <laughs> yeah. Wayne left, it then was it's just kind of weird. Left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> then 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 there's some issues. Though. Yeah, there might but, be some issues, but all
4: those guys i feel that that closely with but mm-hmm.
3: wayne wayne the most wow yeah mm-hmm. that's so cool yeah he's he's great oh him him and i uh have, have met a few times um but uh one of the greatest meetings we've ever had uh and, and matt i think there's like a term for this that we coined what was it well it, it was craig uh craig gas he pulled a craig gas oh yeah yeah where i was with my girlfriend we were going into when you say with your girlfriend me and my girlfriend my my You weren't with her no, not sexually. Yeah, okay. I mean, we. Are, I just want to make sure because Wayne, bib, you never we, know. We, do, we, we are together sexually, okay, but yeah. not at that moment. You yeah, weren't. You were, you were uh, with her in and the And Wayne Brady, the yeah. three of us were together. That's it was a very sexual experience. Uh, no, my girlfriend and I were pulling up to Dantana's. The, the pulling up, um, not the, pulling out. No, pulling out for God's <laughs> sake. Dan, who's Dan? What was Dan? Was Dan there? Tana's. Dan, house. Dan, Dan Tana was there. Dan yeah. Tana, a great guy, yes. uh, Italian guy. Uh, we went to this Italian restaurant called at Dantanas, right? And we're pulling up to the front of it and as we're getting out of the car Wayne Brady's coming out and him and I had met uh, when I had worked on the Shrek musical in New York yeah, yeah. so we knew each other a little from that and as we're walking in and he's coming out he goes, hey man, gives me like a big hug and then he goes, who's this uh, Who's this lucky lady? I go, oh, this is my girlfriend, Rachel. And he goes, um, well, you better be a pretty special girl if you're with a guy like this. I'll tell you, this guy right here is one of the was one of the best guys in town. One of the best guys I think I've met in this business. Just a incredible, incredible man. I love you, and I, I always think about you, buddy. Gave me a big hug. What's your phone number? Let's exchange info. We exchanged info. And then he goes, bye. See you later. Gets in his car. And my girlfriend goes how the fuck do you know Wayne Brady? And I was like, I was like, oh, we, we, we. we had met one time before that. Yeah. But he just made it, he made me look like the fucking greatest guy in the world to a girl. And, and her and I were only together at that point for maybe a few months. Right. So it just, I mean, it was it was he, a nice. He move, has man. a huge Folder. respect
4: for talent, so if you if you <laughs> yeah. have talent, then he he will remember you and your name and stuff like that.
3: He's a so. he's a good fellow. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a good dude. Um, okay, we uh, let's 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 talk um other other shows. Yep. Uh, cause cause you did you've done a lot of episodes, one episode of a bunch of different shows. So I want mm-hmm. to throw a couple at you, and then you tell us yeah, what it. it was like. Okay, here we go. Uh, Clueless, you were on the Clueless <laughs> television oh, show. Yes. I used to watch that show.
4: Yeah. yeah, and you know who directed it was Julie Brown, not right. not downtown Julie Brown. But, but Julie, Brown Julie Brown from
3: uh, uh, Earth Girls Are Easy. Earth Girls yeah. Are Easy. Oh,
4: yeah. And she, wa- I was uh, a regular in her show called Strip Mall, which aired in Comedy Central in the early 2000s. I remember that show. And so I think from that, I think she brought me in or something for that. It was a small part, but it was mm-hmm. fun. That's so cool. I was just thinking about her song. Like, her famous song, can you imagine that now? Do you remember what her fa- fa- famous song was? What her, her no. top ten comedy hit? Everybody run the homecoming Queen's
2: has got oh yeah. A gun. Mm. oh yeah,
4: holy crap! Yeah, you could never do that now. It be, it's it's completely impossible.
3: But back then,
2: yeah, back funny. then it was like a funny thing because yeah. people
4: weren't all killing each other. Because at the didn't. same time, <laughs>
3: yeah. you know, Earth Girls Are Easy. She wrote Earth Girls Are Easy for herself to star in, and then as they were getting ready to make the movie, the studio was like, "Oh, by the way, you're not playing this part. This is <laughs> Gina Davis. We have Gina Davis," and she went. Oh well, that script I gave you is not the final draft, and I have to give you a better draft. And then she wrote herself into it and wrote a song for herself. Love in it. the movie, good. Love and it. that's good how for her. that's why she has a <clears throat> the career that she has. She's she does, amazing. She is great. Married with children. Yeah. So that played young Al Bundy. I, um, yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. So no way. Him, he
4: and his buddy, but 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 young Al Bundy, not um, um, not con- contextually. He and his what was his buddy's name? His Griff. Griff. Yeah. So he and Griff were at the shop, and then there was a younger sales guy, me, and another yeah. a- an African American kid that were like the young version of them, yeah. and we took over the store, uh, and then we quit because we didn't want to end up like, like those them. two guys. Oh, yeah. That's so that was the whole beat. That was oh, really. Fun. I remember that episode. Do you really? Yeah, yeah
2: I, it
4: was a Christmas episode. Yeah, yeah. It's Just shoot shit. me. Just shoot me. <clears throat> so that was a spoof of Officer and a Gentleman. If you remember in and gentleman when he's like, I got no place to go at the end, yeah. so they, my character was kind of the Richard Gere character, and I, I, I got hired to do this thing, and I told everyone they're like, Have you seen the movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you get it? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen the movie. I still haven't seen the movie. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I just watched their impression of what I was suppo- supposed supposed to do. do sure, and, yeah. but but one great thing was um in in the scene we're all lined up like military guys, and David Spade's walking up and down. He's going, Boy, and I need to see your pants tied up, boy. You need to get that coffee ready, boy, and that was the bit of that scene. Ten years later, I'm walking through the back lot at uh, CBS Radford and I see David Spade walking towards me and I'm just like, oh, I remember I did a show. I wonder if he's going to remember me. And I, I don't want to say hi because he's with people and, yeah. and as he's walking past me, he turns and goes, "Bar,
2: you need to pick them <laughs> shoes up. Br-. He started going into
4: the bit. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Wow. wow.
3: Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, when, when you're on a show like that, when you get cast on a, a sitcom yep. type show, do they say to you, hey, uh, Uh, Just uh, just, just do a little improv. Do a little little improv about this. Will they ask you to... Almost never.
4: Almost never. The one time that I got to do that, and it was the best time, is there was a pilot called Everyday Life. It was the kid um, from Honey... No. uh, What's the...
3: Everyday Life. Got it. Um, You played Zach on it. And it was... Mary Gallagher Mary was Mary Gallagher, but, but Josh, oh, uh, Josh... Josh Radnor. Josh Radnor from... Um, oh, yeah. How
4: uh, I
2: from, met Your Mother. Yes, How I, I met, met Your Mother, mother
3: yeah. of course. And Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner directed it. And he Holy said, crap.
4: he said um, hey, just uh, just do whatever... Go ahead and just go. Just do whatever you want. So I just improvised, and a lot of it made it in there. And from that, because I did so well in that, wow. even though the show didn't go, he, he directed The Bucket List, and he goes, hey, mm-hmm. you want to come... Uh, auditioned for this scene with Jack Nicholson what? and I was like, yes. Yeah. And so because he knew me and trusted me, that's how I got that part. That's oh my awesome. God,
3: that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Rob Reiner's incredible. He um, was great. And you know what, yeah. like,
4: if you if you don't work in this business, you might not know, but it's very stressful and directors, you know, they have so much going on and they're in charge of this ship and it's being pulled in all directions and Rob Reiner was just, just so laid back and relaxed and in control and never he never appeared to be stressed out and you got the feeling that when, Five o'clock came. He he did his time card and went home <laughs> to his family and had. Oh, wow. It just was like, oh, you can be uh, normal and not a crazy person and be a big director and was, and make
2: great movies too. And make great movies. Yeah,
3: yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, and you did Strip Mall. Of yeah, course, that was which a, we Julie about. Brown. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool. That's a cool one. What about uh, Reno Nine One One? Yeah, was that was that an improv show or or mostly scripted? It was.
4: Scripted I'm trying to think Because I'm not sure What they Like my scene Was kinda scripted Kinda not But I didn't even Audition for that It it was uh, I think Julie Ashton Was a casting director It was the beginning Of the year And they brought in All the funny people They know Just everyone Mm -hmm. come in And just do something Here read this scene Or two and I just, I went in, I just completely took my shirt completely off. <laughs> <laughs> and they, all, they all started clapping. They're like, yeah, man, good job. And I did this scene, and I didn't get the part. And it was a year and three months later when they go, hey, you're going to come in, you're going to play a yokel that thinks aliens are coming down. Cool. And I'm like, from my audition from a year and a half ago, it wasn't even this. Yeah, that's cool. I'll do mm-hmm. it. Wow. So That's
3: amazing. Yeah, who, uh, who was in your scene? Do you remember? who? Uh, who
4: yes. Was it? Um... I'm uh, spacing on the name. Um, oh, was it one of the cops? Yeah. yeah uh, who's the... Uh, There's Cedric Yarborough? Not Cedric. Ben. Uh, Thomas Lennon. Thomas Lennon? No, she, and she, she's on a big sitcom now, The Goldbergs. Oh, so, oh, oh. W- Wendy uh, McClellan. County. Wendy, yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, It was with yeah. Wendy, and then I'm trying to remember who else was in that scene. Yeah. God, they're so funny. Wait,
0: so is it one of those where you just came out the front of your house with a cigarette dangling from your lips? And <laughs> Basically,
1: so
4: the whole bit
0: was they were going to walk up. They walked up to me because I was just this
4: crazy guy, got a trailer outside in some god-awful place up in the hills of California, and they come up to me and go, hey, we just want you to know that those lights that were here and the noises last night, that was nothing, Okay. <laughs> Like, they're just, they just drive out (laughs) to fuck with me completely. (laughs) My parents are like, lights?
3: What are you talking about? We're light. So it's amazing. Oh, I love that. That's so great. Um, Okay, now we we would be uh, uh uh we there's a couple there's a couple more I got to talk about. Uh, just skip over the pornographic stuff because I am not really so into much it. porn. Oh <laughs> my yeah, god, yeah. Uh, you were in a, a show called Come Come On Over with. Uh, Dana. <laughs> he said skip the porn. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, you played Donna, uh, Dr. Jonathan Silliness so, uh, with uh, Dana Snyder, our dear friend, who was yeah. just oh, on yeah. our show. Oh no way! Yeah, mm-hmm. he was on our show two uh, weeks ago. Week ago. That yeah, was
4: that uh was a locally produced. Uh, comedy show in Minneapolis St. Paul I think it was just for Mm -hmm. there wow Um, Wow. wow
2: Yeah. You can put I'll, anything on IMDB.
3: Oh <laughs> man, you really can't.
2: It truly really is international. Yeah, it including is. Minneapolis. It is. Yeah. What
3: about what about going uh uh I don't want to say I almost just said going down to the Nickelodeon level. Um no <laughs> you
2: can say that <laughs> such a
3: shit thing for me to say. But it's true, being a Nickelodeon person, like it you you go when you you, you have to step into a different reality. Because you were on Pushing Daisies also, you did yeah. an episode mm-hmm. of Pushing oh, Daisies, fully. a terrific, wonderful show that was murdered by the writer's strike.
4: Oh, that, that is yeah. what killed yeah. that show. Yeah, um, and the director does it on there because he's famous. I can't remember
3: his name. Uh, you Woody, Woody Allen. Boop, boop, no, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there's Lawrence Trilling, Adam yeah. Kane, Peter O'Fallon, Barry Sonnenfeld. Sonnenfeld. So Sonnenfeld. Sonnenfeld. Oh, that was, was an episode with <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. He was so friendly and
4: nice, and and imagine him being friendly and nice and going. To me, he goes, hey, you, hey, your name from now on is Fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> and I, go, I go, yes, sir. And he goes, hey, Fuckface, why don't you get on your mark and we'll practice. And he just, with a smile, called me
3: Fuckface for the whole shoot. Oh my God. And it was charming and funny. And weird, yeah. And and I was Men like, in Black. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. that guy's like a—he's a legend. Oh yeah, that's, that's crazy. Amazing. Yeah. I yeah. love that. But then you, then you step into the Nickelodeon world, and you do the iCarly, I Go to Japan uh, TV mm-hmm. movie. Yes, which was a big deal it for that huge. network. Those, mm-hmm. like those, those things are—you know—those shows. They, 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 they had some impacts. Um, I, I, You know, I have no problem with Disney
4: Nickelodeon. I mean, some people are like, well, I'm not going to read for that. I'm like, why? It's just go. It's acting, man. Come yeah, on. I don't yeah. care. Totally. I, I'll, you, can, you have to be bigger, obviously. Your auditions have to be yeah. gigantic. Yeah, they have to be delivery, huge, but, and then they
3: have to scale you back. Yeah. In, in in certain ways, but yeah, totally. That they're, yeah. they're a weird. They can, they can be good and weird. I've had like a couple auditions for Nickelodeon and Disney. Where on the drive to the audition, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna I want to fucking get this so bad. I just want it. I want it so bad. I just auditioned for a show that was so cool. It was half improv, half live action. Oh, that's very cool. And uh, for Disney Channel, and I wanted it so bad. And then um, two months ago, I had an audition for a. Disney show, and on the drive to the audition, Jonathan, I said to myself in my car, God damn it, Steven, is this why we went to acting school? Turn around! Turn around! You fucking moron! Turn around! And then I I went in and auditioned, like, hatefully for the the audition because I didn't want to do it at all. And then I got a callback, and I hated myself at the callback. Like, I screamed at myself in the mirror, like, what are you fucking doing with your life? This is what you want? This is what you... But it's like, you know, that's. <laughs> we fight with ourselves uh, sometimes. We do. Yeah, because we're, we've got emotional problems. Um, Sarah Silverman problem. We, huh? We? Sarah Silverman. Um, yeah. So, my buddy. Uh, we. I'm, I'm bringing all of us in. Yeah. We, yeah, we have emotional problems. Uh
4: My buddy Rob Schraub, who is one of the creators oh, yeah. of Channel 101, he and Dan Harmon created that way back. And we used to hang out and do improv and stuff together. And. Um, we just have stayed in touch, and he ended up directing a bunch of Sarah Silverman's, and he just said, I've got to get you on it someday. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that someday came, and he goes, hey, you want to come play this part? Didn't you have to read for it? Isn't that the best, when people just oh.
3: give you parts? Oh, oh. That's the best It needs thing to happen will. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you end up on Drew Carey show? How did that happen? Was that a, a, a straight-up offer, or did you have to audition? No,
4: that was a straight audition. Um, I went in, read, you know, got a call back and got in and, and then once i got in became friends with drew he started bringing me and on the road did you know
2: him. uh like ryan styles at that point was this pre who's Line? anyway i had or? met
4: Yeah, no this is after who's line okay. um i had met ryan i had met drew but mm-hmm. only very briefly and just in, in passing yeah.
3: so because when you were on who's line who else was on who's line with you
4: so i've been doing who's line on the cw now for yeah
3: um Six
4: or seven years now. Oh wow! So uh-huh. I was never on the ABC Who's Line. Got
3: it. Got it. Got okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So
2: on Drew Carey, you were on that show for two seasons. Two seasons. Two yeah. Seasons, and like you basically you played Drew's boss. Like when sort of they did their Amazon.com sort of bought yeah. the store and you were like one of the guys running the the web company. Yeah.
4: yeah. Uh, yeah. Me and another guy Kyle Howard, um, mm-hmm. uh, who's been on a bunch of stuff. Uh, but the, the great thing about that set is it was done like a uh, an internet store, and so in the center was a table, and our prop master uh, Skip put all these computers all on there, and he linked them all up, and they all had Call of Duty on them. <laughs> so we would all just, just during breaks of camera so we'd sit play. there and play Call of Duty for hours. And if it's just me playing Call of Duty, they'd be like, hey, Mangum, come on, we're gonna do, stop yeah. fucking around, we're gonna go do this. But if it's Drew... Which always happened. Then you can't what do you tell do? him yeah. to get off the computer. So <laughs> right. we would just play for hours and hours. <laughs> oh my god! And you'd god. see people like looking at their watch, going, "Oh, we're not going to get home
3: today."
4: Holy
2: <laughs> <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's yeah. amazing. So much fun. Oh my so god! Much fun. Uh, he's a great. He's a great guy. He's yeah. super, super guy. I love yeah. him. Oh, yeah. what a wonderful fella!
2: And now you're both on CBS game shows. We are, yeah. How weird yeah. is
4: that? The, the, the improv stuff is game show
3: stuff now. Yeah. Uh, when you found out that you got um, this this show, uh, when when you found out you were going to be doing this show, mm-hmm. with Wayne, what? When did you find out? How did you find out? Walk us through the process of of this happening. Because so,
2: it, it had gone away. Yeah, it and went then away. They brought it back with Wayne. But
4: they brought it back a couple other times. They did yeah. one with um um, uh, who's the guy that got caught with Trump? saying grab him by the thing. Oh, uh, Billy Bush. Billy Bush. Bush. Billy Bush tried one that was an adult, like kind of dirty version. And no one liked it. And they wanted to bring it back again. And, you know, Wayne had done a couple game shows. Don't forget Mm. the lyrics and things like that. Said he'd be a good host. So they brought him on and they said, "Uh, you know, who do you want to be your, the announcer? He's like, well, my pal, Jonathan, Mm -hmm. I had announced nothing in my life. (laughs) I I don't even, but but I was like, yes, of course. Um, and gradually, um, you know, Wayne and the producers I mean, turned mm-hmm. it into more of a variety-type show Yeah, like when it
2: started show. back up, it, it was very different than it is now. Yeah. Because now, it's an improv show that has a game show in it.
4: We do everything
2: we can to, to not push play the game, the game <laughs> show out. <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> me <That'd laughs> yeah. watching an improv show. It is great.
3: <laughs> so you guys are doing live song improvs. Oh, yeah. You guys doing scene improvs. He an, an Emmy.
4: Yeah. He and the keyboard play. <laughs> this is funny. Normally, um, I sing along... Uh, with the songs and this one time the
2: one time you did
4: not i didn't like sometimes i'll just sing back i'm like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. if i had gone yeah 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 you i would have, have, have an emmy it. in my yes. hands oh my no way yeah. yes. what song what was the song it just, some it woman came down from the audience and wayne's like hey girl and then cat's like starts playing he's like woo and they sang this really funny song which i normally sing along with yeah. not this time <laughs> nope it's- wow
2: yeah maybe even holding him back this whole time I know, <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> yeah uh but no, the show because i'm a big game show nerd as, as all of you know and i watched the original with monty hall yeah. back in the day like in in the 80s i used to watch oh, that version this I, guy i watched reruns of the 70s version they used wow. to show on the game show network for a while i would watch those all the time and like the show it's a different show that is fantastic like what you've Thanks. done with that show is outstanding because you took you took a show if you just did the old original show it would be okay but it wouldn't be as good as it is now
4: well i take a little credit producers get a little credit uh, mm-hmm. wayne gets the majority of that for making it fit. For it's who fantastic. By,
3: by the way...
2: You, and that it, show's it, produced it, by the same guy who does Price is Right, and he hosts that show on Game Show Network where the people fight with each other. You know too much. Yeah. You, you, Jonathan, you have no idea how much
0: knowledge this guy has about game shows specifically. Like, we could just game, splice you in just saying the word yeah. You don't need to be here. <laughs> right. Just, just ask questions. It yeah. is so,
3: it's so crazy the amount of stuff that he knows about game shows. We could almost ask him... Uh, almost anything, and he would he would have an answer for it. Funny when, it story. To, when it comes to that kind <laughs>
4: about uh, Mike Richards is who you're talking about. Yeah. really smart guy, you know, talented host. He went and auditioned for The Price Is Right when they were mm-hmm. looking for um, the new host, and he was up against you know some heavy hitters and stuff. But he studied it so hard, and like he knew every more than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he sure, knew yeah. every single damn thing about it. And he had produced stuff too in the past. So when he auditioned and was so good at the audition and knew so much about it, mm-hmm. that's when CBS Daytime said, "You didn't get the part. You want to be the executive producer?" <laughs> I mean, that's no, that's, kind that's of, amazing. That's a shortened version <laughs> yeah. of a much longer story, but, yeah, but that's amazing. Essentially, he was so good, he's the boss. <laughs> that's crazy. That's, <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, and, and by
2: the way, on the Price is Right, the only time where Bob Barker is missing is when Drew Carey tries the putt because he can't <laughs> play golf at all. He misses every single time. Bob used to be one-handed, blindfold, behind the back, sinks it every single time on the hole-in-one game. Oh, yeah. Drew Carey, I've never seen him make it.
3: Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Matt, do you want to do you want me to ask you some quick questions You see if you Did, can answer some fine. of them? Fine. Game show trivia, let's go. All right. Go. Oh, wow. I'm just gonna. We'll just gonna try our real own quick. Game. Here we go. Um, there was a, a game show called I've Got a Secret, 1964 yeah. to
2: 1967. Who hosted that show? Uh... I've got a secret. Was that Gary Moore?
3: No, no. It's uh no. Gary Moore did. Who is it? I don't know. <laughs> I,
2: ju- no. I just know that's wrong. It's 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 just the anniversary. I just what? I can that's picture him in my show. mind because he's the guy who died because he was smoking all the time, and it was just it's the anniversary. Robert of death.
3: Martin, Robert Marty Jr. Robert no, no. It's gonna, there is a theater named after him that is all torn down.
2: Yeah, I've got a secret. Is uh, I can picture him right now in my. Because that, that panel... Because the panel on that show...
3: Sometimes. <laughs> he hosted The Tonight Show as
2: well. Uh, wait, oh, wait. You're, oh, you're going way back early. Yeah. Then you're saying Jack Parr? Uh, no.
0: This game We're going to cut, we're gonna, <laughs> yeah, go go we're gonna cut this it? out. Who's Steve saying?
2: Allen? Steve Allen, okay. Your demographic okay, well, just well, went from
4: 65 to 90. <laughs>
2: to Steve <laughs> to Allen 90 years old? was a panelist on the version of the show that I used to watch, which wasn't Gary Moore because Gary Moore hosted uh, Not What's My Line... But uh, the other one, To Tell the Truth, I think.
3: Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. This is only People.
2: for 90-year-old <laughs> podcast listeners now at this yeah, point. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to let that, that
3: let that one go. Yeah. Uh, there is a movie I'd like to talk about. But wait, um, we got to talk
2: about this show for a minute uh, before we what? do this. What okay. show? On your show. Oh, yes. for
3: God's. All right. On
2: Let's Make a I'm Deal. I'm so sorry, John. Okay, no, no.
3: I am happy to answer <laughs> questions.
2: There's a famous... Thing in statistics called the Monty Hall problem. I know it. Which on the original show, at the end of the show, they have three doors. You pick door one, door two, door three. Behind one of them is a big prize. Behind one is a middle prize. Behind one of them is a small prize. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you pick one of the three doors. Let's say you pick door one. They reveal either two or three, which is not the big prize. Mm. Right. And then he would always offer, "Would you like to switch doors?" Right. That was always the big thing. That's the Monty Hall problem. Oh, I've heard this. And then they say, like, if you switch doors. You have a higher probability of getting the big prize than if you stick with your original door. And the, if you do the math, it works out. But you no longer do the Monty Hall problem on Let's Make a Deal. We don't. And is that because they figured out that finally everybody knew you should switch because you have better odds and you're just like, oh, we don't want to give up the extra prizes?
4: I don't think that's why. I think they just were looking for a way to make it you know, quicker, d- quicker different. Um, mm-hmm and then no, nobody likes math Yeah, yeah. just me that, yeah, old, when, I, when I watch
2: Deal or No Deal I used to have a spreadsheet and I would punch in the things and I'd try to guess what the banker was going to offer Oh my I came up with like formulas oh, for it, it and, yeah it was a whole thing fascinating yeah. wow Man, have you
0: ever been on a game show?
2: I, I auditioned for when Ben Stein's money was 18 right and they have you uh, first take a test on the phone I passed the phone test they have you go into a room you take a written test and I passed that they narrowed it down from there were like 100 people and they narrowed it down to like 8 of us and then they had us fake play the game, and I don't know if you ever if you remember watching Win Ben Stein's Money, but they had joke category names on that show? Yeah. Right? So they'd bring those up. But the joke category names were never funny to me, so I stood there, and I didn't laugh at their joke category names. Everybody else in the room laughed at those category names. I saw all seven other people on the show, and they didn't take me.
4: That's why you didn't get on. Not because you're on. scary.
0: Just <laughs> 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 Not because you're scary! <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back. (laughs) That is so so funny. funny. (laughs) That is so funny. Oh my god. But
2: that's my one brush with trying to get on a game show, is that.
3: Well, you deserve to be on a game show. Someone should yeah. put you on. You should be a but guest. But my
2: dream job is to host a game show someday. That's I, my dream job. Oh god. You'll
3: yeah. well, terrify everyone with your knowledge. <laughs> you'll just you'll just correct everyone's <laughs> spelling that and grammar all the whole way. Through yeah. It. yeah. Um, what was your was there a game show when you were growing up? Was there any game shows, Jonathan, that you were a fan of? You know, I like some. I didn't, you know, I wasn't a
4: huge game show fan growing up, but I was I was mentioning earlier I like tic-tac-toe because the uh that elect- electric-looking dragon would come out. Oh, yeah. And that just, it scared me and horrified me and, and, yeah. and, and titillated me at the same time. So
3: You know what show I loved so much? It's not a game show, really, as much as it was a competition-type show, but American Gladiators. Remember American oh, yeah. Gladiators? Holy fuck, that show was so cool. It was so cool, and I always wanted to, like, go and run around and get shot by <laughs> some guy named Blade or yeah. whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it just seemed like a very exciting... Get nitro uh, to shoot you with ping pong. I wanted Nitro rocket. to shoot me with <laughs> ping pong balls. <laughs> I wanted to get shot with like a grenade launcher and have to swing. Do you want to play Powerball yeah. against Zap? Oh, uh, totally. <laughs> totally. We're missing that because like there was a, that show uh, Wipeout. was so great. Oh, so oh my God. That fucking you show Wipeout? was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah,
4: My friends did a show. It didn't go anywhere but I liked the idea of it. Were, it, was, it took a very, very tall high building and mm-hmm. there's a conveyor belt at the top. And you're answering questions as the prizes oh, are yeah, on I the saw conveyor that. Yeah, Yeah, that
2: lasted like one season yeah, of on Fox. That was, that was season, fun. Because people and
4: were all bummed out. Was like, you just, you just ruined broke a, a $3,000 TV? Yeah.
3: There was a, there but was I like a, it. I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There For was a sure. game show that was getting developed at Nickelodeon that I don't think uh, ever made it off the ground. But it was a show where uh, the contestants are, are all kids, yeah. and they're put into a like a what's it called like into like a uh, like a space like a fake little spaceship and they're shot off to another planet like fake fake planet right oh fake and then they, planet. Okay. they get out they like get, <laughs> yeah then the door opens <laughs> out of the ship and then they have to do basically american gladiators or double dare but it all takes place on like another planet there are giant creature monsters they have to do mm-hmm. fight things and it looked so cool. It was like the show that I was. Wow. I was like, I kept going. Like, oh, I would do anything. F- I, I bet you know, anything for the creature. What killed it was they probably were in front of a green screen,
0: and the oh, audience yeah. was just like, "This is boring." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably yeah. what killed it. Most likely. Yeah, yeah that seems like okay. because you're in just sense. yeah, you're just moving nowhere. Yeah, yeah.
3: because yeah. the cool one of the cool yeah. things about your show is that everything is. Is happening? It's, right there. it's, it's all, all happening real. right there. The music is live. Being yeah, the 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 the, the uh, videos, everything that's happening, the lighting, everything is happening while it's happening right right there. Yep. What what's the like? How many people are working on that show? It's a lot of. There is a, a lot couple of hundred. There's about two hundred. Yeah. There's, there's a that, whole area
4: backstage where everyone's like, because you have to fit all these prizes and yeah. all these props in this sound stage and yeah. there's like little, not elevators, but the forklifts and they're all back there like, pull, pull that out, put this in, put this out. It's it's a...
2: What's your favorite zonk? Oh, my favorite zonk. You know,
4: f- I'm trying to think. There's been a lot of them. We, we used to be in, we used to have animals in, mm-hmm. in the show and then no more. <laughs> it's too um, hard to do. Yeah. yeah, it's just a pain in the butt. <laughs> um, You know, philosophically, there's different opinions on the zonk. Like, mm-hmm. like Monty Hall always thought the zonk should be funny. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes... I And Wayne think, you know, the zonk is the end of the game. It's a disappointment. It's, eh, it's done. So it's weird to try to riff funny after, eh. So one thing they do really well is there's a couple of them that are animated. Yeah, they make, like,
2: cars and stuff, and Wayne will just jump in and start driving it around. Yeah, if if there's
4: a physical activity to it or, like, you know, the the pirate ship or the little animated videos, that that can be fun. But it's it's tough to, to say you lost and then be... Funny. It's so, you can yeah, be entertaining. Right. You can say, "Here I am dancing around," or "Here's this crazy thing." But they used to want it to be funny, right? And that's just you can't.
3: You can't be funny yeah. after someone's failure, a <laughs> <The> loss of, <laughs> of, of money. About, what about like a uh, – I don't know if you're allowed to talk about this, but like fails. Have there been any big fails that have happened on the show? Have you watched anything? Anyone lose something badly? Do you ever have contestants that can't handle it or they – No, no. The, the, the only thing that will
4: happen sometimes is if so, – people get very nervous on television. Yeah. and. You know, you walk up to them on the street and say, "Hey, here's a new car," and they will jump up and down and scream. But the TV camera sometimes can scare mm-hmm. the crap out of them, so they right, win yeah. a car, but they're frozen, right? They just right. can't. Yeah. So sometimes we'll go, "Hey, let's just let's try that again. Just we're going to tell you again and just act, act, act. You know, excited." And then, but that's the only time there's something that we. Might do mm-hmm. a little pickup on yeah um, yeah just so that we get a, a real. And I know reaction. I
2: know a bunch of people that won cars on your show too. Yeah, like a bunch of people want to ex- like. There's a, a girl I know who at one time had the car pong record because it was the first ball just went right in and it was like yeah get a car right away there you go so, right, yeah. yeah wow
3: that's amazing. Um, what is something in this uh, business that you haven't gotten to do yet that you would like to accomplish? And I know mm. saying that is kind of a, a lofty thing to say because. So much of career just happens, and not to say happens magically. Yep, yep, uh, yep. It happens with a lot of hard work and a lot of determination. But also, like you couldn't, if you know, twenty years ago, I couldn't be like, "What do you want to do?" And then you'd be like, "I'm I'm going to be the announcer on a game show and right, win a bunch right, of reports right, right. doing it." <laughs> like, like, but what is what's something that you are passionate about that that you haven't gotten to do? Well, yet? the the great
4: thing about let's make a deal is we shoot four months out of the year, so we have eight months. To if I if I was smart I'd just be relaxing and learning to golf and going to <laughs> beaches but no I'm right. I'm so I'm writing and I'm developing I'm pitching there's a movie I'm taking out now there's a, a unscripted show I'm taking out now. It'd be nice to, to sell something that makes it onto T V or is made into a movie. I'm I'm sure as soon as it, it happens, I'll be like, This is hard. I wanna I wanna be an actor again. I don't wanna stay until three in the morning to break a story. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sure. But I'd like to I'd like to notch put that in my notch that oh, I sold mm-hmm. something that went on to to be made.
0: I have no doubt that you'll do that. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. A- absolutely. Yeah, especially because having heard this timeline of your career, right. like you've, I don't know if shapeshift is the right word, but you've been able to do whatever the job entailed whether yep. it was improv or drama or singing like you have the ability to just like adapt very naturally that's
3: the
4: yes and of the improv
3: talking <laughs> john like, let me ask you a question because uh, matt and i were having a debate about this recently uh have you ever been an auctioneer for a charity event have you ever done auctioneer? <laughs> uh, ever so done that? i've never been an auctioneer but i have been the guy that
4: um, when you say auctioneer, it's like the, hey, I've never done that stuff. Not that. But I have been the, the the guy fundraising for the school. and Right. So you're pointing at
3: the item. Yeah. And you go, oh, we got this thing. Yes. And then maybe you got some people out there that are actually handling the technical side of it. Um,. Yeah, like the technical side of the auction. Yeah, but you're doing the you're doing the real. I'm doing thing. the please
4: give us money for this. And, and it was when my kid was in kindergarten and the school goes, hey, you know you're a comedian. Will you host this? And I've never hosted a fundraiser auction-y kind of thing before. Yeah, the school. I go, yeah, sure. Man, it's the worst. I love the school, but that is the worst gig I've ever had because nobody, nobody wants to laugh when you are asking for money. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody. There was there was one. Um, I'd be like, you know, it was a bike I was trying to to sell. I was like, here's a bike, and it's and we're gonna start off with three hundred dollars, please, three hundred dollars. It's a great deal, three three hundred. And then not, no, and I throw a couple jokes in, still nothing. People are like looking down, eating their their meatloaf, and they hear the clinks. Of the, I'm like, please, folks, this is for your kids. Come on, oh God. And it just went on and on and on. And then finally, one guy raised his hand. I go, Oh, thank you, $300. And the, the, the head of school ran out to me and, and says, No, this bike is worth at least $600. You get $600. <laughs> and I go, Oh, I've just been told that the bike is worth more than. Can we please get it? So it went on for another five minutes. And then uh-huh. finally, finally, Gary uh-huh. Oldman, whose kid happened to go, was sitting in the front row just looking at me. And he just. Raise his hand to put me out of my yeah, misery. Yeah.
2: <laughs> gave you Gary, Oldman? Gary
4: Oldman? Gary <laughs> Oldman bought it a oh bike God. for $600. And I was like, thank you. Uh,
1: Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> to be saved by Gary <laughs> Oldman. Yeah. If,
4: if I had to do it again, I would do it without... The pressure of having to be funny If I could just be Just talk And not work But I In my mind I was like These people have never seen me perform This is my chance All these new parents All these new friends They're gonna see what I'm all about Mm -hmm. No they're not No, They're gonna watch you fail (laughs) Fail (laughs) miserably There's nothing
0: There's nothing worse than A silence And then you hear that Like dusty cough From the back of
3: the room Yes Yeah Yeah Yeah. we all uh, had gigs (laughs) like that
0: Last year For
3: our uh, Every year we do a charity event For children's Hospital. This year we're doing it December fifteenth at uh, the Improv. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, and last year we had John uh, John Mashita Mashita John Mashita the yeah. the fast talker from yes. Micro Machines mm-hmm. the Micro Machines fast talker. Yes, and um, he he did it and helped us raise. Uh, and it, because we're in the Improv, which is people who are not there to spend money; they're yeah. there to have a good time and have a couple drinks. Mm-hmm. We were able to raise. Almost ten grand. Mike Glazer
2: here spent five hundred dollars on a pancake making robot.
0: Yeah. Wow. In that option yeah. so yeah. worth it. So worth it. <laughs> it was so. Coo- it was yeah. very, very cool. It was a very cool. Do you cool still one. have the robot? Oh yeah. Does it still it. make
2: pancakes? Yeah,
0: 3D pancakes, any shape, any it's, size. It's like a 3D
2: printer want. for pancakes, and you put in a design, and it makes. How often do
0: you make pancakes with it? Probably once a month. I got a KitchenAid mixer, and it made it a lot easier. So you're
3: actually using. Oh wow. yeah, yeah. Making
0: so, T Rexes so. and Garfield faces. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I'm, tr- <laughs> I'm
3: trying to get a, a company right now to donate a laser cutter. <laughs> that's that can laser cut into the top of your like apple pies. They run ads on uh-huh. Instagram, so you like have a pie or like something, and it'll cut. It'll draw a like a design into the top of your food. Five hundred dollars. Oh, right. <laughs> going to So it. cool. cool. Wow. So cool. But so last year we had uh, uh, we had a, we had John Mashita, and this year I've been trying to figure it out because it's because the one thing with John Mashita, although he is amazing. Uh, tr- you know that is a hard gig. Yeah, like mm-hmm. getting a room full of people to like bid and throw their money out and try to get stuff. Also, I
4: mean, when it, when there's such a, a tragedy like kids with cancer and you really want to help them, and that's 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 different because it it is a real thing and they desperately need to stay alive and and your right. money helps them. This was a school event. This is like raise money so we can get a new bad mitten. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh, so the stakes man. the stakes are so low. Yeah, it's
2: that not like yeah. that time when you ran a charity event for the leukemia society and you booked Tony Clifton for it.
3: Oh, don't! Why are you bringing that up? <laughs> this is a great story. <laughs> oh, this is a rough story. Okay, so when it oh man, this is gonna make me sound like one the of your worst, worst decisions.
2: So no, you're not a bad person. You just made a bad decision. Yeah, but it you're was, that person that makes bad decisions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: Um, they they said to me the the, the well uh, I, I have, I, you just, son of a just bitch. Just take, take the ownership, buddy. All right, here's what happened. This <laughs> what did the, you do? This is the real story, and I've made up for it over the years. All yes, right, We'll I, be the judge I of recently, that. I recently hosted the Leukemia Lymphoma Man of the Year event for uh, for, for those guys, and uh, and it was a very nice event. They raised a lot of money. But a couple of years ago, we'll say like five years ago, there was a guy over at the Leukemia Lymphoma Society who was not a nice guy, and, and he asked me to put on a comedy band benefit for leukemia lymphoma society okay and I said uh, yeah sure you know I'll, I'll put it on and then uh, he was like well let's get together it was gonna be at the comedy store and so then he goes let's get together and let's talk and stuff and so we get to the comedy store and I had booked uh, for that lineup uh, Whitney Cummings Chris D'Elia, um and a bunch of other really famous wonderful Mark Mark Marin I think a bunch of other wonderful comedians yeah. were on, on this lineup Jeff Garland I think I don't know anyways I um, i booked a wonderful bunch of people. I get down there to go meet him. this is like a, a couple, oh, about a week beforehand. And he goes, he goes, uh, oh, look at you, you fat bastard. I can't believe you can fit through the door. That's, <laughs> look at you. My God. Oh. My girlfriend comes in behind me. He goes, who's this? Is this your nurse? And I go, no, this is, this is my girlfriend. I don't know this guy at all. And he goes, uh, he goes, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, my God, having sex with him must be like having a... A planet crush you every time. You have
0: sex <laughs> this guy like, wants to be a comic. He's so. That's a, a good Norm Macdonald, by the way. A, oh. I don't know
3: if you mean to do that. But. Yeah, right, <laughs> and he's just roasting me, and uh-huh. I don't know him, and he's not a comedian. He's just a guy who works in an office. Oh, he thinks he's funny, and he just oh, yeah. keeps hitting me with this, and I'm getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. And then he finally says, uh, "Anyways, I don't know. I don't know a lot about comedy, I guess, but uh, uh, there's a chance." Uh, Trying to find uh, someone else to to close the show. Uh, We have a choice between two comedians. uh, Some guy named, um, uh, I don't know, uh, Ahmed Ahmed, which sounds racist. uh, (laughs) Or a guy named Tony Clifton. I don't know. Something like that. And I go, yeah, Tony Clifton. (laughs) (laughs) That's who should close the show. Oh, (laughs) I said it out of... (laughs) out of spite
2: in the moment. if listeners don't know who Tony Clifton is, when Andy Kaufman was alive, he did a character called Tony Clifton. Yeah, and it's been kept on going by Bob Samuda, who used to work with him back in the day. It was very and popular like,
0: in the Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. Yeah, right. and it's like
2: he's like a, a fat racist lounge singer. Yeah, and it's,
0: it's been kept going by Andy Kaufman too because he faked his death, right? Yeah, right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So
3: long story short, uh, so uh, I get a call from Bob Zamuda and he goes, uh, "Hey, hey, uh, Stephen, hey, uh, uh, so you're gonna work with Tony for this event?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, uh, "All right, why don't you meet Tony?" Um, uh, down at a you know Chick Fil A or whatever, right. and I go okay. Uh, he goes, uh, Tony, Tony will be down there waiting for you to pick him up, and so I pull up, and there is in all his glory. <laughs> Tony Clifton standing in front of Chick Fil A, full costume, mustache, glasses, hair, the jowls, the
2: whole it's bit. Like a and he's powder like, blue tuxedo, yep. and the whole and he's thing. Like, yeah. He's
1: like, ready to go. Let's get the hell on this car. What do you call this car? And you call this a car? And you fat fuck.
3: Like get in the car with me, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm in the car with you. I drive him to the comedy store, and we we then proceed to like go through his whole act of like what he's gonna do. And I was like, "Oh, you know, it's a charity event, so just kind of keep it nice and clean, and and not totally clean, but you know, just keep it easy." And he was like, oh, "I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him a real show, you know." <laughs> so then the show starts, and he just. One of the first things he said, he said something really upsetting, and someone in the a woman in the audience goes goes uh, that is offensive, and he goes he goes oh we got lesbian here go oh, suck a rug, <laughs> suck a rug, oh no, just one after another like and then this guy this guy was like I just gave like you know uh, you know five hundred dollars to this charity, how dare you? And he was like well, he was like this guy's trying to talk to me with dicks in his mouth, my god in
1: <laughs> heaven, and he's
3: just na- I mean he's so awful and. People are getting upset. Oh. And then at the end of all of it, he goes, he goes, um, he goes, he goes, well,
1: this is a night to celebrate. There's a night to feel good. And so I'm going to end by singing a song. And this is a song uh, that was made popular recently by a woman that I uh, had a little sexual uh, uh, situation with. I was over at a bar and I ran into this uh, big fat pile of garbage named Susan Boyle. You guys remember this? <laughs> this whale of a woman <laughs> so I uh, made love to her and then uh, we sang this song together here we go' a five six right <laughs> I dream the dream time come <laughs> <laughs> and he
3: sings <laughs> to I dreamed a dream while the audience walks out and asks for their donations <laughs> back oh my goodness. but it was too late God. So that was the last time I've booked a comic benefit <laughs> uh, for a show uh, for the leukemia lymphoma Society. But then I've worked for them since and made up. And that guy's left. He doesn't work there anymore. So.
2: Oh, wow. Well. It all worked out. He may have gotten fired.
3: <laughs> yeah. He may have gotten right. fired because Look, of
2: the benefit. Yeah. He had a choice. Um, he selected Tony Clifton. Oh, yeah. He took did, some bad advice. He could have researched it. Yeah. T- yeah. yeah. So it's if a, if yeah. we
0: were on a TV show and it was called We'll Be the Judge of That, has Stephen. Made up for that <laughs> terrible time, or is he? Uh, is he still going? Not going well. Is he-
4: <sighs> I think I got to get. He, 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 you've made up for it. Now. Oh, thank, but, oh, but, but thank but you, but only John. as of this moment. <laughs> oh, of, you've been living oh, in a God. negative, and just now <laughs> you've made up for it.
3: You know, what's the best part of that is that uh, I told that story about a man on the moon. Uh, the the the. I mean, I told <laughs> the the story about Tony Clifton. This whole incident. I told that to uh, Larry Karaszewski. Kerazuski, who wrote Man on the Moon, oh, okay. and he was sitting next to me at a, a theater show in Vegas, and I didn't know that that's who he was. So I was doing an impression of Tony to, <laughs> to the, guy the guy that who wrote, made movie wrote about, the yeah. movie. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious! And he thought it was he thought it was good. So he, <laughs> that's he, he funny. was he was like, "I <laughs> wrote that movie." And I was like, "Oh, it <laughs> turned bright red," and then shit myself. Um, Jonathan, how can people find you in the world if they want to you know follow you and come see you live I'm in the white pages? There, we go. that's awesome. the way to do it. <laughs> uh, my Twitter is at Mangum One. My Instagram is at J
4: Mangum One. Facebook, I'm at The Mangum. You'd think they'd all be the same. That yeah. would make sense. No. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, JonathanMangum.com. And, and what's the movie you're in? Oh, out? the movie. Com- there's a movie coming out on December 4th called "I'll Be Next Door for Christmas." If you have mm-hmm. teens or tweens, it's a it's a real sweet, uh, heartwarming movie, a Christmas movie coming out. That'll be on iTunes and Netflix. Um, a little it, animated character I do called Cooters News and you can see that on Facebook at Cooters News or on Instagram what's that Cooters about um, it's just a little redneck character that I created I'm, you know from the south and so he just does 30 second bits like kind of telling what's up in
3: the news or I things love that, it
0: that interests him oh, that I love so it that's so fun I would say can we do one but like go to the Facebook maybe huh? yeah, or you, to, are you going to
3: you gonna be on this coming season of Glow or were you in so last I was season? in the end of season 2 oh my god <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. love that show yeah, it's a great show. amazing it's a great show
4: um, mm-hmm. it was That's so weird cool. auditioning for that um, it was for a priest character and being in LA I looked at some of these guys and you know that at least half of them are priests with their SAG card you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah. so I'm not sure how maybe they accidentally put
3: my headshot in the S pile but it, it it was a fun gig yeah you fun. were you married them on stage married them yeah Yeah, I yeah. know Brittany mm-hmm. Young was on our show yeah yeah, I heard that yeah, we, actually, yeah. we and you know Marin was on the first nighttime show thing we ever did oh, like wow. a million billion years ago before fan it was ads. even. Pre-podcast. Pre-podcast, yeah. I had a scene with him, but it was cut. I had a little oh, little bit man. with him but he's, he's so great cool <laughs> yeah. well everybody's got to check out I'll Be Next Door for Christmas which is on Netflix right it'll, it, be, on it'll Netflix. be on Netflix
4: and iTunes on December 4th
3: fantastic yeah. uh,
0: Mike Glazer where yeah. can people find you what should they be looking for uh, my Instagram my Twitter everything is at Glazer boo hoo hoo G-L-A-Z-E-R boo hoo hoo like I'm sad because I'm a comic and if you <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find a bunch of stuff there but I think more importantly I just want to plug one more time if you go to any of my social media my link is for the second city chicago's 24-hour improv letters to santa if you're looking for something to donate if chicago's your hometown go to my instagram or twitter and then click on the link that says secondcity.com and throw a little cash to some chicago families
3: that's Mm -hmm. very sweet i love that what about you matt waka
2: i have nothing sweet to plug but i would like to point out that i looked it up and gary moore was the original host of I Did I, a secret. I, Steve I, Allen. I was wrong. Steve Allen took over after he left the show. Oh, my dear. God. Uh, you can find me at funnymatt.com. I got links to everything there. And uh, if you were annoyed by me, please let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry I called you creepy. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, no, it's just, just submit it to the website. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: you can always go to www.thenighttimeshow.com mm-hmm. which has uh, all of our episodes and links to our merch page mm-hmm. uh, which we, which is gorgeous, beautiful uh, if you want lovely a stuff.
2: Stephen Glickman riding a pug shower curtain, we got you covered. Wow. We got
3: you, yeah, we got everything do in there. Do you have any rugs like We do. Yeah. We have floor rugs. We've yeah. got all sorts of stuff, uh giant banners, uh, banners we've got shirts and all sorts of cool things. That That's mm-hmm. a great. I mean, mugs, they've got everything over there. Anything you pot. want. Yeah, so check that out at uh, thenighttimeshow.com. Uh, if you are, live in Los Angeles or are in the, on the West Coast somewhere, come over and check out The Nighttime Show at the Hollywood Improv, uh, December 15th, uh, which will be an incredible show with lots of wonderful and talented people. you have uh, got
2: uh, Jimmy O. Yang.
3: Jimmy O. Yang and, and, Nolan and, and Gould. So and far? a couple other cast members from uh, Crazy Rich Asians Mm will be here with Jimmy O. Yang as well as Nolan Gould from Modern Family and some other wonderful uh, folks of his. So it should be lots of a very fun, very uh, lovely night and uh, lots of things coming up with that. Uh, Also I want to give a uh, little shout out uh, to um uh, to To our iTunes, if you get a chance to go, uh, please subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast and leave comments and things and let us know who you would love to see on the show. You can always get me at Stephen Glickman, S-T-E-P-H-E-N Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Jonathan, it has been an honor and a pleasure. So Thank you. I'm so happy yes. we finally made this happen, especially at a place I can get egg rolls at. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. It's been yeah. fun. You bet.